Thank you, Once again, Lord, you have ordered our steps, Lord, and you have brought us into your presence. You have brought us into a place of fellowship with your spirit. And Father, we do not take it for granted. We say thank you. We exalt you, Lord. Thank you for all that you have done for us in this time. Thank you, Lord, for the testimonies and the miracles, Lord, in the secret place, Lord, that you have caused our eyes to see. Thank you even for a remembrance, oh God, of the things you have done in the days of old in our personal lives, oh God, and even in the lives of the people that um, the scriptures tells us about. Father, we give you praise. We thank you, oh God, because if one thing remains, it is that you are consistent. Lord, you Mm. are consistent in your faithfulness. You are consistent in your love. You are consistent in your kindness. You are consistent in your mercies. You are consistent, oh God, in everything that you are. Father, you remain God. You remain the same. Heaven and earth, as your word says, may pass away, oh God, but you will never pass away. Your word remains. Your word remains. It is the consistency of your word, oh God, that we are able to anchor our lives upon. Father, we give you praise. We thank you because regardless of the seasons of our lives, we are sure of your word. We are sure of something we can fall back on. We are sure of the person of Jesus Christ. We are sure of your spirit. We are sure of you, oh God. You are faithful. Thank you, God, for your faithfulness. Thank you, O God, for abundance. Thank you, Father, because you are pouring out yourself to us in this time. You are giving us wisdom, Lord, like never before. And indeed, you are causing it to be like honey to us, Lord. Father, it is it is the sweetest gift that you can give us. And Lord, we say thank you. Thank you for understanding. Thank you for knowledge. Thank you, Father, for your provision. Thank you for causing us to be planted in your presence, oh God, where there are good, where there are riches and treasures and goodness, oh God. Father, we thank you. We can't say thank you enough. Every time we come before for you, oh God. We are reminded of all that you are, Lord. We are reminded of who you are to us. We are reminded that you are Father, you are our friend, you are the lover of our souls, and you are the king that we serve. Father, we thank you for who you are. Thank you, Father, for eyes that see. I'd like us to lift up our voices and pray in our understanding and say, Father, I thank you for my eyes that see. I thank you because today my eyes are open. I thank you, Father, for revelation. I thank you because this is my season where I walk in revelation. Yes, I thank you, Father, because this is my season of walking in revelation. I thank you, God, because my eyes are open. I thank you because my heart is open. My heart understands, God, my ears here, oh God. Father, Thank you for my work of my life. Lord, I find on to you, Lord. I see your word. I hear your word. I understand your word. I have the ability to meditate upon scripture, Lord. Nothing, Lord, has the power to understand that which the Lord is is revealing to me this season. I thank you, Lord. I give you praise, Lord. I give you praise, Jesus name. Jesus name. Let us also Amen. thank God for the Holy Spirit. 
for the Holy Spirit because he is our Lord in this, in this, in this, in this season, in this dispensation. It's the dispensation of the Holy Spirit. It is the, the season of the government of the Holy Spirit. This is the, the, the time where the Spirit of the Lord rules, you know, and it is him that approves everything. It is him that allows everything. It is him that administrates everything. It is him that gives like the clearance for every and anything. It's him that even reveals things. So even this revelation that we speak of, speak of, it is the spirit that reveals because the spirit is, 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 is a consistent thread, you know, that bears witness on earth and in the heavens. You know, it is the spirit that we see present as a witness on the earth and even in the heavens. So let us thank God for his spirit, the spirit of the Lord, mm. the spirit of lordship, the spirit of mm. understanding, the spirit of life. He's a life-giving spirit. He's not just the spirit of life, but he is the, that spirit that also produces life. He's the one that resurrects things. He's mm. the one that reveals things. He's the one that restores. He's the one that helps. He's the one that comforts. He's the one that reveals. And so let us just say, Father, I thank you for the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I thank you. Because you are my friend, you, you are my advisor, you are my helper, you are my advocate, you are my advocate, you are my Thank you, Holy Spirit, because you are my resource center, you are the one that I can lean on, you are the one that I can rely on, you are the one that represents God you are the one that speaks and reveals the heart of the Father. Thank you, Lord, thank you for revealing the heart of Thank you for the fellowship of the Spirit that is. Thank you for the sweetness that comes with your presence. Thank you, Holy Spirit. As we shall Thank you, Holy Spirit. Thank you. Thank you for you lead us. Thank you because you never leave us. You are always with us in the dark times, in the joyful times, in our highs, in our lows, in every season of our lives. You are not just you are not just there. You don't just attend the the the, the functions of our lives. You are present. You are mm. ever present through every season, every situation. You are mm. there, even in the times, Lord, when it's the darkest, Lord, where we can't see, where we feel as if we are alone. It is even because of you that we know what to do. It is even because of you that we know what to think. It is even because of you that we, we have ideas. It is even because of you that we are inspired. And it is because of you that we are able to transition through seasons of life. We thank you, Holy Spirit, because... Heaven knows, oh God, and everyone's witness that this is yet another Kairos moment in our lives, Lord. And it is so evident in the way that you have revealed your word in this season. This has been a prayer reign like never before. The tangibility mm -hmm. and the strength of the word of God that has been delivered to us with such simplicity, with such love, oh God, we have never experienced it before. And we know that this has been made possible by your spirit. And Holy Spirit, we say thank you. We know that you are doing this because you are preparing us for something 
you are preparing us for something, Holy Spirit. And yes. we thank you because you are not just preparing us for within. You are making us become even through this process. So it is like you are preparing us for the thing and you are even preparing the thing for us. Father, I thank you. I can't I can't even articulate it in, 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 in my understanding, but I just say thank you, Holy Spirit, because you do a multidimensional work in our lives. Even yeah. when we cannot see and all we can do is sense we know that you are with us and holy spirit we say thank you we can't stop thanking you enough we give you room this morning to have your way we give you room to do the will of the father we give you room to work in us and to walk through us, Holy Spirit. We give you room to, 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 to take up space in our hearts mm. and in our lives in the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, mm. we ask that our relationship with you will continue to, to, to be progressive. We will never get to a point where we are stuck and, and, and start to rely on on religion or rely on um, backdated um, structures or rely on things that uh, rely on our head knowledge. We will continually seek you. We will continually depend on you. We will continually reach out for you. We will continually hunger and thirst for you, Holy Spirit, in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Ghost. Thank you, Holy Ghost. We can't say thank you enough. We appreciate you. Thank you for this morning and the word that you have set before us. Indeed, you have prepared a table before us and we thank you. We thank you because the table of the word, the bread of life has been set before us again this morning. And so we come with our hearts lifted unto you, with our hands raised up before heaven to receive this word, to eat the Mm. bread of life, that we Mm. may come alive, that we may indeed become the living stones that Christ speaks about, that we may indeed become the image of Christ in the mighty name of Jesus. Holy Spirit, Mm. have your way and do your will. Have your way and do your will in our lives. In the name of Jesus, amen. Amen. Amen Amen and amen. Good morning, everybody. God bless you all. Thank you for joining me again this morning. Thank you for joining um, Prayer Ring this morning. Um, Today is day six. It's the second to the last day of our corporate fast and prayers. um, And we'll be ending tomorrow. And I am so thankful for what God has done what he's doing and I'm even more excited and more expectant for the days that are to come because this is like a grouping or a regrouping session you know where um, the Holy Spirit is just bringing us together and he's teaching us every day and a time is coming where he's going to release us you know and um, release us to um, um, express some or all of the things that he's teaching us in this time and he doesn't just send us a way on our own to go and fend for ourselves. He sends us with his presence. So he even goes with us. And so mm-hmm. um, I'm so thankful for the strengthening, you know, and for the validation that is coming from the word of God in this time. Um, so you're welcome. Once again, God bless you. This morning, we'll continue with our anchor scripture. Um, it's just so amazing how the Holy Spirit has been helping us understand things in this particular scripture and how he's taking Every element of it, you know, is like word by word and he's just tearing it apart and showing us all the different layers and breaking it down, you know, and to be honest, sometimes when I'm even making these notes, I just, I'm just like, there's definitely no way I can even share all of these things. Sometimes I, I, I'm, I'm writing down 
and it just keeps flowing and flowing and flowing from my pen. I have to pick up my phone. I have to do a voice recording. It's like there's so much, there's so much, there's so much that God is giving us in this season, you know, and I know that everything cannot be delivered on less in less than an hour. You know, but I know it is the same spirit that is at work in everybody's lives. Mm -hmm. And by faith, we know that he is not just giving these things to us, but he's activating them through us. So I want us to believe. I want faith to rise up in us again this morning as we have come. You know, it is fantastic that we are able to even replay these words and um, listen to the messages. So um, if you have or haven't been able to, you know, listen to the messages from the previous days, even I myself, I, I have to go back and listen to all of the days that we have shared the word of God from day one to day six. And, you know, these messages are available on Anchor and Spotify. So you have access to them. You just, you know, click on the button and you can play and listen and be blessed. So this morning we'll be continuing in First uh, Kings chapter 18 from verse... 38 um verse 38 is our anchor scripture but we backed it up a bit and we started from around verse 20 i believe um 20 to 25 yeah so today we'll just read from um verse 30 which is um so from verse 25 to 29 talks about the prophets um of baal right um and we've already the Holy Spirit has helped us shed some light on that. And so we'll continue from verse 30. And I'll read, um, I hope we have our Bibles, our jotters and our pens to just take down notes and all of that. So um, from verse 30, and Elijah said unto all the people, come near unto me, near unto him. And he altar of the Lord down. And the stones according number of the tribe of the Lord Israel and he built an altar of the Lord the Lord and French about the as great as measures of sea and he put the wood cut the bullock in pieces and laid him on the wood and said fill four barrels with water and pour it on the bones the wood and he said do it the second time and they did it the second time and he said do it the third time and they did it the third time and the water the altar and he filled the trench also with water may the lord bless the reading amen so um today we'll be looking at water and what water represents even on this altar represents in this equation you know, and um, the significance and the importance. So I made a few notes about it and uh, I went back to, you know, root meaning of the word, uh, the root translation of I said a few things. That speaks of transitory things. And by transitory things, it speaks of, of things. And it's quite literally, Water station, it helps to go from one place. And it's so interesting because we would have trans, um, trans um, or, or trans, you don't even, you're, 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 you're releasing yourself to, to the nature that God created. So you have control over 
control over um, what's it called? Uh, maybe the ship, you know, and all of that. But that's about. I would say, like in the Grand Sea, I've, I've never traveled by by sea. Okay, maybe a ferry here and there. Um, it just seems like it is such a big risk we put ourselves in, you know, when we even just go on boat cruises and all of that. Who knows what's ahead? Who knows what the tides will be on that day? You know, it's like it, of all of the modes of transportation, it's like the riskiest, you know. Um, I remember I watched a movie, actually thinking about it, I watched a movie, an old movie that Tom Hanks featured in, um, I think it was called, uh, what's the name? I can't remember the name now, but he was on a plane. He used to work with a delivery company, I think. And um, he, he, uh, they had a plane crash. They were traveling from one place to another by air and uh, there was a plane crash and he landed on this island, right? I don't know why the Holy Spirit just reminded me of this. So he landed on this island and, you know, for the first couple of days, he was still shouting, hello, somebody, anybody help me. You know, he was still expectant or something. And um, I remember the, watching the movie at some point. It's like one of these movies that is just like one person for the most part of the movie. You see other people at the beginning and towards the end of the movie. But for the most part of the movie, it was only Tom Hanks and him just going through, you know, the emotions of being isolated. The water was there. And I remember the first time he tried to use one of those small lifeboats, you know, to just um, get on the water and maybe try and find his way. And the waves and everything just pushed him back and pushed him back, you know, like he even got bruised in the process, you know, and all of that. And I think he just got to a point where after he tried and tried, he just accepted it. So he probably even thought he was going to die. You know, it's a whole movie, so there are other details and all of that. But it got to a point, he had been there for, I think he was there for some years, actually. Uh, he was there for a long time. By the time he was getting ready to, you know, by the time he made up his mind that he would give it another try, he was a completely different person. You know, he had totally changed his appearance, his mindset, all of that. And he... He, even the boats that he took, it wasn't one that another person made. It was one that he crafted with his hands because he had an understanding of the tides of how the way, because it was really the wave that kept pushing him back the first time and he kept pushing back until he took him back to the shore. So, you know, with water, there's a lot of resistance sometimes, you know, but if you're able to just navigate, you know, you're able to just, I don't know the word to use, but push past that um, resistance of water, then it gets to a point where it starts to flow with you and it just keeps pushing you and pushing you towards the direction of your journey of where you intend to go. And, you know, speaking about um, transitory things and how water moves us and conveys us, I also, you know, I can relate or I can, um, um, yeah, I can relate this with um, even just that movie and how this guy went through when he tried the first time there was resistance it was hard and he gave up the second time he tried again somewhere in that movie he tried to kill himself you know or not like he was really trying to kill himself he was trying to test for something and the test for it was to see whether he would die or not in the process you know and in the process of getting ready to launch into the deep again life tried him life tested him and through the processes he became the a different person you know and 
that is one of the things that the Holy Spirit is doing for us in this season. He is strengthening us for when he's launching us into the deep again so that there will be certain challenges that we know that mm, I've experienced this thing before, but now I know that I am well able, not because of my power by my might, but because the spirit of the living God is with me. And so I'd like us to pray at this point, you know, and just let us just, um, whether it's Thanksgiving or whether it's just, you know, committing or whether, whether it's just acknowledging and declaring over ourselves and saying, Father, I thank you for making me through this process more than a conqueror. I thank you, Father, because the waters, the waters that are represented around my life are to strengthen me, Lord. The things that represent resistance, so God, the things that represent um, um would I say um, strength, the things that push me, the things that test me, the things that try me, oh God, are your ways of working out um, a stronger and a better version of myself. And Holy Spirit, I thank you for that. So just lift up your voice and pray as the Spirit leads you this morning. Whether you are thanking him, whether you are acknowledging, or whether you're declaring over your life, just lift up your voice and pray this morning. Pray without understanding, knowing that you are becoming. And you're thanking God and saying, thank you, Father, because I'm not just transitioning to another place. I'm transitioning to another person. Or rather, I'm transitioning to the person that you called me to be. Father, I thank you because there are layers of my life that are Falling. There are layers of my life that you are causing to share. And Father, I understand why you cause it to be so. And I thank you, Father, because you are working it for you're working it out for good. You are working it out for good. For good, the good, the general good oh God, that will benefit my life. The general good the general good over that will benefit my family. The general good over that is benefiting to the kingdom. Father, I thank you because. Oh, I thank you, Father, because you always oh, help me fire. and you always yes. strengthen me. Anything yes. more than I can handle. And even though it is the spirit oh, that handles me. Father, I say thank you. Because I thank you because even though there are times, situations that have come to test me, I thank you because I will not lose, lose understanding. I will not lose but in the mighty name of Jesus. I thank you. I thank you for that you are constantly, by the are constantly releasing. Thank you because there's always the temple back to the familiar. There's back to the shop, the place that is safe. Tempting to go back and hide. This is not the season of hiding. Timidity. This is the season where the. God, that brings boldness is resting. Father, I arise and I submit boldness. I submit myself to this. Submit myself, oh God, even to I acknowledge, oh God, that it is to accept every, every place before me. It is humility, even weakness, Lord, that you call me into. Or to even obey you. It is even to agree with you to do the things that that, that, that I may not fully believe that I can do in capacity. But Father, it is you that leads me to seek partnering with him. And Father, I thank you, oh God, because as we partner with the season of our lives, Lord, we are several transitions oh god some of us are making transitions at a time but father do not make us unstable the transition make us unstable the transition river the transitions oh god in the revelation oh god and the just these transitions will 
God, in the mighty name of you, Father, because our eyes are, are, are Lord. Therefore, every part of full of light, every journey, oh God, our marital journeys, whether it be our journeys, whether it be our relationship, whatever it is, oh God, of our lives, oh God, is receiving eyes are fixed on you and your spirit you are anchored through the storms through over the waters of life father we thank you to even launch into the deep with encouragement to try again even when we have thank you holy spirit for that doesn't allow us to give up thank you because even sometimes when our heart one that comes to mend our broken hearts we thank you. We give you praise capacity for financial capacity, human resource capacity for suicide, oh God, for mental capacity. That we thank you for physical capacity. We thank you your name, oh God, for spiritual capacity. Everything holds, oh God. Father, we bless your holy name, oh God. Then we pray. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. So another um, characteristic of water is that water refreshes and water restores. So it's literally refreshes, it quenches thirst. It's like the scripture says, as the deer pants for the panting for water. There's a part that's very interesting because this deer doesn't just pant for the water to refresh, it pants for the water to to him. Because um, I, I I listened to um, of uh, you know how the water and how maybe hit by the predator to prey you know and maybe it, and you know in the wild the animals are moved by the scent so the the predator can smell the the deer is running and running and running for him. Running, he's not just running a predator, but he's running to, you know, he's not just running to, but he's running to be protected because after the air finds the water, he doesn't, he, he immerses and soaks himself in it. And what is that once the deer enters, the predator cannot pick up this anymore. So even if the or the bear or whoever comes close to that knows that the deer entered inside the water because he cannot pick it. He doesn't leave. So that is what the water of God does for us. He doesn't just refresh, but he also protects us. And so I like to declare over our lives and say, Father, I am refreshed by the water of this. Thank you because I am restored by the water of this. Thank you, Lord, because I am protected even by this. I give you praise, my Oshinde Brede Made Kurubos, Bredo Sakina Bade Brodobos, Hadeboshan de Brede de Masikadish, Kerebo Sente de Brede Masun, Rebo Siketa Yebradamasa, the Brekunuboshan de Brede, Katia da Bredo Sike. Oh God, and I, 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 I,
I am covered by the water of your I thank you, God. Mandelebo, shikene brada baba. Shikene baba. Zekete de brada baba. Zekete rebo shikene barebo shida baba. Father, I am thanking you, God, even by the water of the living word. Yes, Lord. Because Jesus said, "You are made clean by the words that I speak over you." I thank you for. That flows out of your word, Lord. It cleanses my life, oh Mama. It cleanses me of sin. It cleanses me of iniquity. Trails or no, 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 no mark of the enemy is found in me. Thank you, Father. Thank you, O God. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, Amen. 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 Even still, in line with you know um, the water being, um, um, will I say, an instrument or like a, a means of protection? Scripture that we read. Um, oh, which verse is it now? It's concerning. Oh, Thank you. Um, so in this scripture that we read, we see that Elijah said, um, you know, that they should pour the water. And when they poured it, they filled up the trenches. And, you know, the word trenches stood out for me. And I was just, again, you know, uh, I'm a very curious person. So I, I, my, for the most part of my life, I've been driven by curiosity. Do for work, you, you know, um, professionally. What I'm practicing in my profession in school, and it's because of curiosity, really. Even um, the journey now this this year, um, I was curious about something, you know, and so I find out more about this thing, and then I just got up and I went and I started on that journey to learning, you know. So I'm a very curious person. So there, I, and I think curiosity that we must have when we engage the Word of God. She says, I think she says it's the um, it's the curious inquiry. We must be curious, you know, and in line with um, praying. Even when we pray, we must the word of God is saying. It is it it is that curiosity that takes us to the word that now the language to pray. There's a measure of curiosity that is required. God, in fact, that is why it is called seeking. You can't seek if you're not seek if you are not hungry you cannot go on a quest if you're not interested you can't you know like and that's why it's called an adventure it's like you have never ventured into this thing before you don't you've only started the journey of loading yourself up with information because something you know so there's a measure of curiosity that we must have to be able to unlock certain things and a curious man is a man that's curious and you start going after things doesn't it happen to you sometimes where you are you're on something you are constantly thinking about something boom before you know it you start noticing it. everything that you read on the signs of the road it's like why is this thing following me why am i you know this thing that i have been thinking about that's what happens when you are curious it's not that those you now become awakened to it your eyes are now open you begin begin to realize that you become more conscious conscious and aware of it is to pray let's pray and ask the lord for the spirit of curiosity for the curiosity that that provokes an inquiry because it is when you are curious you can 
now even begin to ask the right questions. Let us ask the Holy Spirit for righteous curiosity into a place where we are asking the right questions because even if you are speaking of if you go on a quest in the wrong direction you will end up in the wrong place if you go on a quest on the wrong trajectory you will end up in the wrong place the deer was scenting water thought he was scenting water but he was scenting something else and he now started distance he would have covered would have been the same the energy he would have put in would have been the same but been different because he did not smell or he did not sense or he did not discern the right even talking about curiosity the curiosity that provokes inquiry we're also talking about of discernment i believe that they are both related so let us lift up our voices and begin to help us to even hunger and thirst for the right things let us hunger and thirst for things that seem right, not the things that seem okay, not the things that um, that the world weighs as wise, but the things of the spirit that are accurate, the things, the things of the spirit that are expedient for us and for our lives to be built up in the image of God. Father, I pray, oh God, that you give me a hunger, oh God, for the right things. Let me hunger and thirst for the right things. Let me be curious for the right things. Let me, let me for the right things, not for the wrong things. Help me to reorder and realign my priorities this morning. Mark Jose, help us realign our priorities this morning, oh God. Realign our priorities, oh God, in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Just, you know, just, just, just make that prayer. I pray over everyone that receive the receive righteous curiosity from God, mm -hmm. a curiosity in a journey that glorifies God, that will lead us to a place of asking questions. Be afraid to ask God questions. You know, God is not afraid of our questions, asking things because we are shy. <laughs> Please don't be shy, <laughs> literally. Ask God, whatever it is, ask him. Because you see the quest, the conversations you don't have, the devil will come and have you with you. And he will pervert it. So when you think you preserve something and you're keeping it away from God, that is what happens. The enemy will find a way. His own is hidden. And that is where he can come and become like a, a, a roaring lion. Lion. He is like it, but he is able to cast that shadow in the dark. It comes, it dispels that, that image of him, you know, and then you see things for what they really um don't be afraid to ask god questions don't be afraid to go on and no, don't be afraid to seek god even speaking of adventures you know i was having a conversation with a friend of mine recently who i from the um direction of our conversations i realized that he had just met christ again you know and certain things and he started to mention how you know um comparing and this is something that i find that people do a um, not like it's a bad thing or a good thing, but what I always say is just have understand. He started to compare Christianity or following God in developing countries versus following God in developed countries, you know, and he was comparing certain things and, you know, he said, and this is something I've heard a lot of people say, that, oh, Nigerians or people in developing countries, we only follow God because of what we can testimonies like oh I, I i didn't have a car now i have a car i can't I didn't have a job you know all of these things are good but is that the real testimony of you know and he said that's why a man in maybe america or 
Switzerland or something, um, or people in those places where they are, the economy so well you know they don't necessarily they don't trust god they don't because they say oh i don't need why should i trust in you even if they are not saying it it is a state of their and i was like you know after he said everything he said i said you know the problem is that both both examples that you have given or both scenarios that you have given uh, them are extreme situations the man in the developing country that is trusting God for basic things is because of a lie he has become used to. Then the man in the developed country that does not think he needs God is because um, of the sold or communicated to him. And if you look at it, both of them are not doing anything different from the other. Both of them are doing the same thing. They are only seeing God as a means to an end. They are seeing God as a means to an end to that is to have a go beyond your personal needs and go beyond your personal wants mm -hmm. and go be, beyond the place where God becomes a person to you and not just a wish, not just a, 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 a desire. It's not just a means to get and collect things. So we may condemn the, the or the man in the third world country can condemn the man in vice versa, but both of them are not doing different things. What they are doing is the same. God has become a means to an end for them. And they don't fully, they don't really understand who God is to a place in your work with God where it's not even about any of these things. It's about, it's about going on an adventure with him. And we say, Lord, make me curious for the right things, not curious for by not to start equating God with more mammon it is the spirit of mammon at work and right now father we just even split ourselves from that spirit oh god we pray oh god that by your holy spirit you wish the spirit of mammon you will shield us oh god from that spirit of mammon you will shield our separation to happen in our understanding oh god you will separate light from darkness like you you created the earth oh god and you said let there be light and there was a separation oh god when you started to divide and call out the boundary lines and the, you started to to put things in order father i ask and pray oh god that you will put our minds in order you will put our yes, perspective Lord. in order because it is one thing to ask another thing for your perspective to be in order father we ask and pray lord that our perspectives will be in order this morning you jesus a means to an end for us oh god but father we would know and understand more of you that is why the songwriter said i jesus and the more i know you the more i want to know you father let that be the story of our lives that the more we know you we would want to know you we will never get to a place where we are complacent and even when we do and the spirit reminds us lord we to come before you and even search out the reasons that made us complacent in the first place we will not run and hide like adam and eve did in the garden and begin to play blame oh god we would accept oh god our shortcomings and we will give them to you we will cause them to stay on the air comes to consume it and to reveal your truth to us father this is our prayer this morning yes, Lord. Jesus. Yes. amen amen amen, amen. I don't know. I was about to talk about trenches. It is well. Praise God. Okay. Mm -hmm. So um, um, what I was going to say about the trenches is that 
I did a little, I, I read up about the trench and the trenches were dug during war, actually. They were a, like, they served as protection or they were used to protect um, soldiers from poison, from gas, you know, and give them time to retreat, you know. So this scripture telling us how the water, water, it flowed into the trenches. It just, and the trench go hand in hand. They are like, protective agents that they don't just keep you and they give you capacity to prepare yourself to launch out again so they will go into the trench and they will start you know time to maybe like wear their masks um their gas masks that they had to um they had to face the getting into the trench give them enough time around out again you know so we understand you know the water and the trenches are speaking of um, preparation it's like you are retreating and just re-strategizing in God is helping us re-strategize in this season um looked up what filling up means you know and filling up means um because like Fill up four jars with water, and if we decide to go into what jars, that's the story for another day. There's a course that Pastor EC runs, which is called "Awaken to Your Purpose," and on that course, she, by the Spirit of God, was able to, you know, articulate what it means to create jars and to fill up your jars. So many of us have so many things lying inside of us that we have not even taken time to create structure for. We have not taken that time to create structure for, you know, we haven't even given room for expression, you know. So um, um, just basically what jazz represents, one of the things that jazz represents is capacity and structure. So you can be a person that knows, oh, I like to write, I write for fun, I write for therapy, you know, all of those things. Well, have you created a structure around it that um, that can that you can fill up, you know, just like the widow and her and her jazz. You know, when the prophet came to her, the prophet came to her and asked her because she 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 was her husband left her in debt, and you know they pretty they, she said they had nothing, they had just a little to eat and die. But then the prophet told her um, that they should, she should go and borrow jars. You know, she should get enough jars, and they started filling. They had just a small barrel with very little oil left. The oil they left, I think it was just enough to make a cake or just bake something, and that was the last thing. But the prophet told her, it's not about the oil in the barrel. It's about the jars that you provide. So he told her, go and, she, go and get jars. Maybe she, you know, she probably didn't have it. He told her, go and borrow. And she went and borrowed. And the Bible says that the more she poured, the more she poured and poured and poured and filled up the jars, the oil kept flowing. The oil kept flowing. The oil kept flowing until it got to a point where they said, okay, bring more jars. And then her son told her, it is finished. That's when the oil stopped flowing. And so um, we can look at it with context of the Holy Spirit filling up our lives. And we can also look at it in context of the things that the Spirit is bringing forth from us in this time, because we understand that this is a season where the Lord is building us up. So when the Lord is building us up and giving us capacity, it's not just for us to be built up and to, just to be a strong man standing vertically. He builds us up in like a horizontal way where we are able to spread out. So we are not just erecting up higher above the floor, but we are spreading ourselves out. We are blessing things. 
things. This is a season where the Lord is causing us to bring out jars, to bring out our jars that he may fill them up. This In this time, God is filling up initiatives. In this time, God is filling up ideas. You know, God is filling up businesses. He's filling us up with strategies. He's filling us up with new things. You know, and there was a vision I had um, while I was praying with a friend the other day and we were praying over a business, you know, and I just started to see something that looked like a shooting arrow. In fact, first I saw a soldier who was like a really strong man and he was wearing an armor, you know, and I believe that Christ or the Holy Spirit or both of them, <laughs> you know, and he was standing and he held an arrow and he shut it down. He faced down towards the earth, then he lifted it up and then up and you know it wasn't just a one-dimensional arrow it was a rotating arrow it was a revolving arrow it kept revolving and revolving in fact it was a shooting arrow it was shooting and shoot so it was an arrow that had like other compartments around it and the more it revolved the more smaller arrows were shooting out of it and into other parts you know and so if we speak about water and we speak about jazz we understand that water has some kind of pressure that you cannot contain it must launch out you can't hold water back. You can't that has defined the boundary lines for water. You know, if 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 God did not do that, in fact, the whole two-third of this earth is covered with water. That's to show you the power and the strength of water. Water is something that cannot be contained. It may start very small. That's why little drops of water make a mighty ocean. It just starts very small and it's very silent. So it's not like you know, um, I'm not discrediting fire, but it's not like fire that burns and is, you know, um, like it's it's in your face. Water is very silent. It's very it's consistent and it is building up and building up and building up and building up. So in this season, lightning water to jazz, filling up jazz, the Lord is telling us that we should create room. We should sit with the Holy Spirit on the things and the initiatives and the expressions that he's causing us to bring forth. This is a season of stewardship. We have prayed against the, the, against the spirit of foolishness. This is a time where we align ourselves and we must arise and we must obey God and his commandments and his instructions to us in this time. Yesterday, after the call, and I'm saying this to, put, to hold myself accountable, after the call, about three people reached out to me. I started talking about, I didn't, I didn't even realize that I had mentioned in passing that God was telling me to put something, a material together, you know, about praying and articulating scriptures. And then they reminded me immediately that, oh, this thing you said, so and so and so, it's a confirmation of X, Y, Z. And, you know, the first person said, I said, okay, it is well, we thank God. But by the time I heard it from the second, the third, in fact, I heard it from a fourth person, you know, I just said, you know what, enough is enough. It wasn't even a case of, oh, thank you very much for thinking that, you know, I should be writing a book. I said, the response to this is not thank you. The response is, yes, Lord, I will do it. And it is enough. It is time for me to birth that book, you know. So I'm saying this now so that everybody on this call will hear it. And if you see me tomorrow, please ask me for this book. If in the next three months you have not seen this book, because it has to come out. This is how we steward things. This is how we respond. It is not just to try and bottle up the things that God is giving us. Because even those jars, when they filled it up, what did Elijah say to them in this same anchor scripture? Elijah told them, pour out the water. So they filled up the jars first, then they poured it out. So God is not just filling us up so that we'll say, oh, the Lord did this for me and feel, oh my God. Mm -mm 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 -mm. I think we have gotten to that point and we should be able to pass that point now. It's enough. Enough is enough. Enough of the collecting, test, um, collecting of prophetic words to hang as accolades. It is enough. 
It is time for us to arise and actually do something about the prophetic that we have received. It's enough for us to do something about the dreams and visions that we have received. Enough is enough. Let's hold ourselves accountable. If you know that you're someone that you're not even able to, uh, you know, you are not strong enough to be accountable by, and it happens to the, to a lot of us. Why do you think people set up businesses and hire people? I believe that as, as a business owner and as someone that has hired people, I believe and I understand that the main reason why organizations hire people, apart from doing work, you know, apart from getting stuff done, is so that they are held accountable. It's so that their staff will hold them accountable. It's so that there's a system and structure that is in, in place that can outlive them. What are the systems and structures that have been set in place that you have set in place by the leading of the Holy Spirit? The things that can outlive you, the things that you are doing that are onto eternity. What are the eternal things that you are doing? What is, how are you adopting the blueprint of eternity into your everyday life? This is how to live a holy life. This is how to live a life that is pleasing unto God. It is not just about coming on a call. I mean, this is fantastic, but it must pour out. It must pour out one of the rivers, um, you know, the river in Eden in uh, the book of Genesis. You know, the Bible talks about how it's had four heads. And there was one of it that talked, I was it um, patient, that talked about um, breaking forth and gushing forth. It's, it, the time has come for things to gush out of us. And to be honest, that's where I'm at in my life. I said, God, you know what? I need to start making babies. I need to start making babies with you by the leading of your spirit. I cannot have such access to you and my life is not bringing forth. My life is just bringing forth only so much. I have to place a demand on my faith and on the access that I have in you and more has to come out of me. And so that's where I'm at. And so I pray over everybody on this call that we will not respond to the voice of God in fear. We will not respond in the wrong way, but we will respond with understanding. We will respond with the right mindset. We will respond with an obedience to do whatever it is he's calling us to do because he has said that we are willing to do the things that he's asking us to do. The Spirit will show us abilities in God but now with him and do the work because honestly believe it or not they are advancing they are and they don't even know they are on templates but they are so consistent they don't receive the revelation access to receive they don't receive and not come up with new belief so any because they are stealing it based on the things he had was in the presence of God. You know, that have the presence of, they have his spirit that gives spirit of creativity. The one that there when God was created, that is the one that lives in us. That is, we must become awake, awakened to the, awakened to the resources that we have. And give us all wisdom in Jesus. Amen. Amen. Our time you know, but I just, I'll just make things, um, occupying so that we can occupy, not do it alone. That is why physically we must birth, we must birth, we must birth, because there are some things in the next five to 10 years we need to keep upholding. It will be our, or the initiatives that be able to facilitate these things begin to see our, ourselves for eternity, not just live for today and forget about tomorrow. Burst things. We must that will be present. Just like the Holy Spirit is not just there. He's not 
is hanging around, chilling out. And he carries a presence. You will know that he is present. We must be dominating. The Bible gave us that mandate. He said, multiply and have dominion. Must be fruitful. And we must have dominion. And any sin, because sin is God told me not to do this. And I transgression. That's trespass. Actually missing the point of a thing. But it's because we are ignorant the point. So I pray that the Lord is the point. We will be fruitful, we will multiply dominion, filling up all consecration to consecrate the arms, to confirm, to, to occupy and to fill a vacant. And so finally, I will close with significance of water back to the crucifixion. Um, the blood and water because one of the scriptures that you know one of the the holy spirit has been playing the three things that bear with things that bear witness in spirit it is blood it is it is the holy spirit it is the father it is it is jesus christ and it is the consistent thread between the earth between heaven and earth so when I saw what, okay, I'm seeing blood and water, and he took me to the crucified. And you remember when, you know, and they poked his side, one place, and blood came out of the. My mind just went there, read about it, you know, and I. Uh, is for imparting. It, it it helps to deal with death. It is for. The producing and the equipping, and water speaks of divine life that was Christ. So we see general, you know, uh, of what was in this scripture and even in water imparts life. It produces an It doesn't just impart life; it strengthens you. That is ahead, you know, and it's far of a flow. We just say, Father, we thank you of life. We thank you for the just even from the water of the word. We thank you, oh God. Everything that you are teaching us, it is so time. Thank you because it is so relevant. Thank you, Father, because our lives and our lives will never remain the same. Even for your water, that is because even after the water, Lord, the water is. You know, upon a person to rinse, to rinse off every or 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 of old season. Thank you, Father, because the water has a complete, you know, of the work that you that you have started in our lives today. If there's any area where we have, because your water has come to play, it's oh God, it will be be made plain before begin to walk in understanding my name of Jesus. Thank you for even enlisting us as members of members that we've the, the, together to reveal the one. Thank you, Father, because you are giving us a part to play. Parts and our roles in the kingdom church of Jesus Christ. We, Father, we glorify your holy name. Thank you. Blessed be your name, Jesus' precious name. Amen and amen. Sure.
have an amazing have a fantastic monday have a fantastic amen. week amen amen amen, amen. thank you so much we'll see you tomorrow okay.